Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Club Grubbery. As uh, we in front of our computer screens to more truth, uh, John flying the uh, Dam Buster Raids on the Wall of Truth, dropping another bouncing bomb with our special guest today, a panel which includes Senator Malcolm Roberts from One Nation, uh, Liberal Senator Alex Antic from South Australia, Malcolm Roberts, of and prolific author and uh, champion of all things happening around Pfizer at the moment, uh, Naomi Wolf from New York. Welcome, Lord Naomi. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. John, this is a big one and uh, brought to you by Club Grubbery Media. We thank you for your support. Please go to our website, www.clubgrubbery.com.au. Support us there and you'll find all our videos. Senator Malcolm Roberts, great to have you on, sir. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Hoodie. I just muted there because I wanted to be uninterrupted. Thank you very much for the invitation. I'm really looking forward to this. And thank you, Naomi, for really looking forward to this. I've seen the article. Thank you. And Senator Alex Antic. Alex, great to have you on. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Hoodie. And uh, yeah, likewise, it's really great. Malcolm's. Um, this is really important. I watched uh, your address the other day, your speech, to, I think it was Hilldale College, Naomi, and uh, uh, it seems to be blowing up online, so I'm really keen to hear about that and all the other things as well. Johnny, how important is this uh, interview today for Australia? Well, I think it's important for the world, Hoodie, uh, because what seems to be happening in Australia uh, seems to be worse uh, in our view, than, than probably a lot of other countries. So uh, it, it's integral that we hear from Naomi and we can get uh, um, our senators to uh, impress upon the, the parliament just how uh, bad this is. Crack the dam. Absolutely. So let's get into it. Naomi, as I look through Wikipedia to discover ins and outs of who you were as a, as a student, a teacher, an author, and uh, an activist, one of the top titles given to you on Wikipedia was conspiracy theory. So congratulations, you great. <laughs> and uh, as I look at the uh, definition of conspiracy theory, a conspiracy theory is an explanation that asserts the existence of a conspiracy by powerful groups, often political in motivation. Other explanations are more probable. The term generally has a negative connotation in that the appeal of a based in prejudice, emotional or insufficient evidence. I could go on, but I won't. Um, but uh, we do note that uh, researchers around the world are becoming concerned at the lack of conspiracy theories now, as most of them appear. Should uh, I speak to that and just get in? Yeah, please. Well, I'm glad you raised that. Um, I, you know, it's so interesting. Kind of media darling, you know, columnist for The Guardian, regular appearances on Times, you wrote, wrote for The Australian, The Age. Um, it, it's Sydney Morning Herald, you know, published around the world until I began asking um, in the really the last few years, the same questions I'd always asked, but suddenly the, the landscape shifted so that um, what used to be called journalism is now being called being a conspiracy theory. Uh, certain questions are unaskable now. And that was 
not been the case for most of my 35-year um, in the West, you know, certainly in, in North Korea, but, but not in the West. Um, so I guess I'd also say that of all the people who have written that about me, none of them have uh, served on two presidential campaigns as an advisor, uh, one for uh, Gore's re-election campaign six and one for Gore two president. So I have more insight than a lot of people by virtue of my life experience um, at how decisions are made at the very high of government. And in the very highest levels of government, just like in the very highest levels of the economy, because I've also been kind of privileged, for better or worse, to be let into kind of elite global circles of finance and politics, um, the mere fact is the very most powerful uh, do create networks in which outcomes can be guaranteed without any fingerprints. That's how they work. And they have expensive lawyers that help them do it. And, you know, they don't write memos. They don't issue press release. And people who think that that doesn't happen are truly naive. Um, but I'll just end this peroration by saying uh, literally everything that I've identified um, as a something to fear um, is in the last when I've especially been called right all of it has come true uh, it's not conjecture it's based on a book I wrote in 2008 called the end of America letter of warning to a young patriot um, in which I looked back in history at times and places when uh, robust democracy or even weak democracy were subverted and overcome and turned into tyrannies. Whether the tyrants were on the left or on the right, what I found is they always took, they always did the same things. And it's a map. And the US actually technology. We do it to other countries in the world. We didn't expect it to be done to us. We didn't expect it to be done to Australia. Um, but the bottom line is those steps are inevitable. So when in March or April of 2020, I don't remember the exact date, I saw that the Australian Parliament had uh, sent home and and that an unelected committee, a COVID emergency committee, uh, had been put in its place. I told Australia on Twitter that, you know, based on my study of history, this was a coup. It was, you were not going to get your republic back without a fight um, and, and that terrible things were ahead. And it, it's predictable, you know, when there are emergency the 10th step, these 10 steps to fascism, then inevitably horrible things happen that I've predicted with 98% accuracy for years. And again, based on my study, when quarantine camps are built, horrible things happen. And I can tell you what they are. When um, dissent is called, is criminalized or called treason or people lose their jobs or their licenses to practice for things that they say, um, you know, I can tell you what will happen. Uh, when uh, crowds like the crowds, I believe, behind um, huge crowds uh, mobilizing in Australia, in Canberra, I believe, or other cities as well, to uh, insist on retaining democracy, ending mandate, uh, claiming, uh, you know, the legal right, the Geneva Convention right to medical autonomy, medical freedom, and, and people are met with rubber bullets, um, I can tell you exactly what. And 
so this is all horribly predictable. And I don't care what I'm called because uh, humanity itself is on. Well, thank you for expressing that so eloquently, Naomi, because uh, you're in good company. I don't think any one of us can. What other people think about us at the moment is not. Humanity is. Tell us a little bit, uh, unpack the Pfizer document, group of people that you built around the whole revelation of Pfizer, which is meant to be hidden from us. Um, tell us a little bit about the mechanism that who's supporting all of this, who's looking at this document, analysing it. Absolutely. So um, there was a successful by an attorney against the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, which is our agency making sure food and drugs are um, safe and effective. Um, and because of his success in his lawsuit, court ordered uh, the, the tens of thousands of documents, 55,000 a month, some of the documents, tens of thousands of pages long each, uh, the judge ordered that all of these documents be public. As a journalist, I recognized that this was a very uh, dangerous moment because the documents were too voluminous for any journalist or even news outlet um, read through. And also, they're written in very technical language that only physicians can understand. So I um, put out a call on War Room. The great ironies of history is I'm a lifelong liberal, like old school liberal, Australian style liberal, but um, I'm on the left of the political spectrum. And uh, of course, Steve Bannon, right-wing commentator, is a conservative, but he's had me on his show quite a lot. And on his show, prompted me to put out a call for a kind of expert um, committee to help us documents and report what's in them, what they say. So I did that, and we got ultimately 3,500 extraordinarily credentialed experts, um, medical and scientific experts, uh, volunteering, no money for the good of humanity. To read to, and, and we got an extraordinary uh, project director, now our COO, Amy Kelly, who organized these 3,500 experts, six working groups with a committee, head of each an expert committee, and they've now produced 68 reports. And these experts include physicians and RNs, of Cardiologists, cardiologists, anesthesiologists, radiologists, oncologists, but also uh, biostatisticians, medical fraud investigators, um, FOIA experts, Freedom of Information Act experts uh, related to medical and science, um, also uh, lab clinicians, research scientists, um, biologists, uh, epidemiologists, and, and these extraordinarily credentialed people have indeed found, and I taught them to write their very clear, uh, accessible English that anyone can understand, and they've done so, and they've documented, I'm sad to greatest, I'm the greatest atrocity in, the greatest crime against humanity in recorded. Well, I think it's really prudent at this point, Naomi, if it's possible Go through maybe the top 10, 12 findings you have so far. Then sure. we can throw it open to our senators. Of course, I'd be. Um, well, the first 
important thing for everyone in the world to know is that November of 2020, which is one month after the marketing rollout, the documents, the Pfizer documents, post-marketing. So they're looking at the three months from uh, November 2020 to February, December, January, February, I should say, and seeing what happened after the big hooray, it's here, everyone up, we're putting their arms. Um, so these are not prior trials. They're watching what happened to people at the beginning of the of the rollout with all of the failure, all of the propaganda. Um, and so within a month, Pfizer knew that vaccines did not work. The language they use is vaccine failure and failure of efficacy. They don't work to stop COVID. Um, and indeed, extraordinarily, the third most common side effect of getting injected with the mRNA vaccine is COVID. So when you process what I just said, you've got to understand that all the horrors that followed, all the mandates, the mandates under which you labor to this very day, as I Australia, um, are, are based on a that Pfizer knew the injections did not work. Um, Pfizer knew within uh, two months that they would have to hire, and they did hire 2,400 full-time staffers just to process the flood of paperwork they were receiving from reports of adverse events, bad and the flood of adverse events reports that they knew that they would. Pfizer knew by April 2021 that 35 minors gained heart damage um, within a week of infected vaccine, but they didn't tell the public, and the FDA didn't tell the public. Documents say FDA confidential. Many of them, they're, they're in the custody, right? So, but the FDA, brief, whose mandate is to keep the public safe, did not warn them. Um, and in fact, in the States and probably in Australia, for that spring and summer of 2021, what young adults and teenagers and parents were subjected to was a relentless barrage of propaganda saying, vaccinate your teenagers, vaccinate your college. Um, even if young adults are not risk, risk for COVID, they have to get vaccinated to save grandma. Uh, that was not true. In fact, it put them at serious risk. Um, and, and no one was told until until August one when the FDA issued a very soft press release about a, an elevated risk. And now we have, of course, young adults dropping dead of of heart damage. Um, you know, every day. Um, Pfizer. Okay, this is very important. And our Dr. Robert Chandler, very distinct review. A sports medicine physician who did the Angels and the sports team. Um, all the spokes that the injection material stay in the Delta. This was a lie, and Pfizer knew it. Um, within 48 hours, materials are mRNA, uh, lipid nanoparticles, uh, which are an industrial fat coated, made in China. By the way, you can order it online. Coated in polyethylene glycol, petroleum bibles, 
um, these and spike proof. These materials do not stand within 48 hours. They biodistribute, meaning, and this is Pfizer's. They distribute throughout the living being to every organ in the body, uh, but they accumulate certain organs. The brain, across the blood-brain barrier, this is yours, um, that lipid nanoparticles cross every membrane in the human Well, many people have noticed personality change or um, cognitive problems. One mechanism. Um, they are also accumulate in the liver, the adrenals, spleen, the lymphatic system. If you're a woman, it or ovary. And what's incredibly disturbing is that, you know, I asked a number when I was writing a book. There's, I asked a number of doctors in 2021 how the body gets rid of uh, the spike protein, and they literally made things up. They they said, well, it gets treated um, in the waste. Digested. Um, this was a fantasy, and what actually happens is that these materials uh, accumulate. I'll just take the ovaries in every organ. This is, they accumulate with the first injection. They accumulate more with the second injection. They accumulate more with the. And all of our volunteers now for over a year not found any mechanism by which these materials. So every time you get an injection, you're packing industrial fats coated with petroleum byproduct into your organs. Now, um, this is, I'll kind of skip ahead. I mean, I should say, when you look at the adverse events, there are at industrial scale, serious science about which we were not talking. You know, the CDC in my country basically says the side effects are fatigue or you might have chills or fever, a um, little swelling at the infection site. We were not told that there are tens of thousands of number one category joint pain. Very surprising. Not so surprising when you understand materials work because they cause inflammation and they degrade every membrane of connected to the membrane and joints are of cartilage, which is uh, degraded. Um, but I now know so many young adults who are having shoulder replacements, knee replacements, um, you know, middle-aged people who are healthy, suddenly limping, their tendons go out. Both tendons go out on their ankles. know what's happening. Doctors don't. Well, Pfizer knew. Uh, another um, second most common is muscle pain, myalgia. And again, this is not talking, but I know many people barely walk now. Um, who are in healthy, you know, fit, middle-aged people, young, young, adult people who uh, are in constant algae. Again, um, I mentioned the third most common side effect is, but as not told, there are tens of thousands, tens of thousands, total of over forty-three thousand months, but overwhelming number neurological. Um, and again, the lipid nanoparticles degrade the myelin sheet, right, which allows electrical impulses to be conducted in the nervous system. Um, and so there are scores and hundreds and thousands of uh, strokes, epilepsy, 
specific type seizures, uh, tremors, Bell's palsy, Guillain-Barre, dementia, Alzheimer's arms, cognitive problems. Um, there are also numbers of blood problems, uh, blood clots, lung clots, leg clots, hemorrhages, um, heart, coordinary numbers of damage to heart, myocarditis, pericarditis, um, hideous things you can't imagine. Uh, anaphylaxis, got so many reports, liver damage, kidney damage, um, and, you know, just incredibly serious disabling. Now I'm going to skip ahead to what is to, and there's many, many more. I mean, I've got a report on liver damage. Over 60 people died. Half of the adverse events were 48 hours, and, um, and, and the vast majority are women. And you see this pattern over and over, that factor of three to one, four to one, and now in the last couple of reports, eight, eight to two, uh, women are being harmed in many organ systems, um, much more than men. And not to downplay the men, they're very serious men, but it, it really seems as if Pfizer and the internal documents is targeting women because they knew about this extraordinarily women, 72% of all the adverse events. Um, and, and that doesn't even single out gendered organ systems, right? It's just general kidney damage, liver damage, stroke. Um, so now I'm going to dial down to uh, what is to me, I'm skipping over any horrific report. Um, anaphylaxis, a huge one. Um, uh, horrible rashes, skin problems. Um, you can see all of these reports in the book that I will send you. Um, and for one. This is what's most important to me. In the Pfizer documents, there's a highly intentional focus on and premeditated um, designation materials to sterilize the next. And there's the 360 degrees. Now, I mentioned that the ovaries get packed with lipid nanoparticles. And I was deplatformed in June of 2021. We now know through another success, White House, working with the CDC and D the Department of Homeland Security to platform and smear me for that tweet, an accurate tweet, which noted that women menstrual injected with And you don't have uh, a rocket scientist, medical doctor, which not, in order to know that if women in 2020 menstrual in 2022, there will be fertility. Well, the lipid nanoparticle reverse, as I mentioned, they also, and I mean, just starting with menstrual, there's a document in Pfizer, which is going to go down in history as like the yellow star. And I, I'm Jewish. I'm the granddaughter. We lost nine. So I say that very this is a document that has 20 different scientific names for ruining women's menstrual And there are tens of thousands of women in each category that they're tapped. So one category is bleeding every single Never not bleeding. 
Another category is periods. Another category is no period. They're not eating at all, eating no babies, fertility. And in France, there's a group called Who Have Monsic, Where's My Cycle? Women just lose, lose their mind. Um, another category is agonizing cramps. Another category is hemorrhages. Like these are disabling conditions and women are overrepresented in the a new uh, populations of the disabled, Ed Dowd, former BlackRock man. Well, these are absolutely disabling. can't work effectively. You can't parent effect with these kinds of conditions. You certainly can't reproduce effect. Um, but, but Pfizer knew what they were doing, just kept going. And they just track of it in this very Mengele horrible thing. Um, now let's get to the zygote. Uh, Pfizer told vaccinated men, and this is going to be upset. Pfizer told vac vaccinated men not to sexually with women of childbearing age. And if they did, I mean, in their study, if the men did, that they should reliable why is this we don't know for sure but Pfizer defines exposure Pfizer's to the vaccine as including inhalation setting is real according to Pfizer inhalation in contact and sexual intercourse especially at conception so Pfizer knew that there's something in uh, vaccinated men, semen, that is harmful to, to conception or possibly women and to but, um, but they warned men not to leave. Nonetheless, they excluded pregnant men from this and, and then said it was safe and effective pregnancy. Nonetheless, 170 women got pregnant during the study, and Pfizer lost records of four of them. Well, you're below the subject at the end of the um, But 36 women's the outcome are recorded, and of those, over 80% lost spontaneous abortion, over 80%. And Pfizer knew this, and they American colleges, obstetrics, oncology, no doubt your gynecologist, your medical student, to push and push and push protection on pregnant women. I'm, I'm not done um, with the reproductive. The lipid nanoparticles traverse center and they traverse the So they're getting into the fetal environment. And there they get into the fetus and, in fact, get into. Project director Amy Kelly. They get into the test of fetal baby and they degrade the testes, uh, but they also degrade Leydig cells, which are the factories of masculinity, meaning these are the cells that regulate the hormone that turn adolescent the right time that turn on what we recognize as normal adult 
voices, hair on the, the body, the ability to represent. We don't know little little baby boys, the new baby boys, will grow up to normal males or if they will be. The lipid nanoparticles I mentioned first So oh, I've got four confirmed reports, one from pathologist Ryan Cole, one from maternal medicine, Dr. James Thorpe, and two from one named Ellen of the other one. But four independent reports showing the same thing as which is that centers of, of vaccinated moms, they're either so a netting of calcium and the calcification are, are taking place of um, microvasculature where, where the baby would ordinarily be nourishment through the blood vessels. Um, the calcifications prevent that. Calcifications also are preventing centers growing normally, so they're shrunken. Babies don't have room to grow. And and I, I was shown pictures, asthma, of placentas that are like two inches in. Very common in her practice. I asked her to show me a normal placenta, and she said they, there are no normal. They're all common. Um, also, the placentas are falling apart. Uh, maternal deaths and childbirth have gone up by 40%. So we're now going back to a 20th century condition for childbirth for women in which they can die in childbirth of septicemia or, or uh, hemorrhages because the placentas are not coming away safely. It's very dangerous. And these placentas are also silvery gray. Healthy placentas are reddish. It's so graphic, but very important if we want to treat these things. And these ones are, are also flat. They have, they have no uh, resiliency uh, like normal placenta to protect the baby. And the babies are, are born impaired. Orp says he's fetal malformations, unprecedented mesomal malformations or aberrations. And uh, Ellen Jasmer said what she, babies will home okay. But within a day, they'll be or for respiratory. And of course, the lungs are the organs that, that require full development. Um, it's not just the babies and placentas that are being impaired. Pfizer lipid nanoparticles and petroleum goes into breast milk. They had four women in nursing breast milk. And they have one poor baby nursing from a vaccinated mom, which went into convulsions, was rushed to the and they confirmed that the pee because it goes into your lymph and your blood, and I that's what. So the NIH also has published an independent study confirming that there's now polyethylene glycol 
breast of moms, babies, failure to thrive, their agitation, they're, they're, they're distraught, they're asleep. And in fact, uh, breastfeeding has gone from 34% to 14%. So very few babies that really important immunity of a nursing mother and the ones who are still vaccinated are getting a petroleum byproduct in their food. And there's no, again, no studies showing um, how babies can survive this. And end result of all of this, go on and on with terms to human sexuality and reproduction. But predictably enough, there's a 13 and drop five births in, um, in multiple different data around the world, but especially in the West, and I'm including especially in the developed world. Um, and and there's a million missing. In other words, what's happening is exactly what you would predict. Babies either are not coming or they're not surviving. Doubling of neonatal. In Scotland, uh, they're one neonatal Canadian probably they have two. There was a tripling of neonatal death vaccinated mom in one is. I will say that look at the Pfizer doc. Wish away this focus on sterilizing people. Um as the intentionality of investigations is clear. For example, it's a respiratory virus, right? It's a respiratory virus. Why in the Pfizer document, Pfizer mate rats, but including a vaccinated mate and an unvaccinated female, sacrifice both genders and then analyze cells of the reproductive Reproductive virus, right? So I'm sorry, respiratory make any sense unless their focus was on human representation or mammalian representation. I'm going to skip ahead. Um, I could, you know, go on and on about the harms to human reproduction. But what I really would like to end, you know, there's so much more I'm happy. But, you know, one would, would clearly ask natural question: Why? Why would drug manufacturers supposed to be Helping people survive, uh, release something this murderous and disabling and sterilizing on population. And I haven't even mentioned the, the first. Um, so my own independent has found that uh, Pfizer entered into an, a memorandum of understanding with BioNTech, which is, I'm sorry, Pfizer's BioNTech subsidiary that makes the vaccine entered into an MOU with the Chinese Communist Party um, via pharmaceutical pharmaceutical, and they produced a billion injections, but China doesn't use these on its own. They were for export. China has built 14 distribution and two in the United States for Pfizer's you know, Going to venture injections, which are these injections, 
get a Pfizer shot. And in 2021, there was an SEC filing for Securities Exchange, which showed that there was a 100% completed test of BioNTech. And in the Pfizer documents, is that there are 43,000 vast majority over 36 are in North America. Second largest are in Western Europe in order of importance. Britain, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and all the rest of the 51 countries for this least combined add up to only 7,000. So, Western Europe and North America, and I didn't break out Australia, I'm sorry, but I can't. Um, if you guys received the Pfizer back. Uh, but Western Europe and North America, the Pfizer documents are clearly targeted, disproportionate. And the last thing I will say, so I've concluded that this is, uh, if you look at who's being mandated in your country, as well as ours, well, your country, in our country, it's the soldiers, the sailors, the special forces, healthcare workers, uh, the college students, the next generation, um, the people, the firefighters, people being mandated in our are the very people we need to repel an invasion or to fight a war or to just keep a country strong if it's under attack. And so I've concluded that this is a, an attack on us, democratic world by an alliance of China, World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and unfortunately, Big Ten, very much vested this up. And, um, and that it's a war. Um, and I mean, it's pretty clear to most people now. Absolutely. It's not a fear. Start with you, Senator. Um, question for our guest. Yeah, look, thanks, uh, Hoodie, and thanks, Naomi. I, I, same feeling I had after watching the Hillsdale um, presentation, which was just uh, shock and concern and, uh, and all the things we've known for a while. But I think that the focus of that speech and today's presentation really has been on this issue of fertility, which is the one that I think here in Australia, those of us that are and always have been concerned about the issue, have not focused as much on. Um, a week ago, or sorry, a month ago, I, I, I did an FOI application to our own SA Health Department here today about the issue of stillborns and miscarriages. Uh, and I was told that, shock you, of course, in a sarcastic fashion, that, that the SA Health Department here simply didn't and hadn't curated the data from January 2021 onwards. Um, mm -hmm. I, I expect that all across the Western world, we are seeing these fertility problems showing out, and I, and I we can only assume why that, that data is not ready, but um, you know, a, an attack on fertility in women, as you say, which, I mean, I, I, I hear you. Um, how does you see this interplaying with some of the other things that women are experiencing at the moment, the loss of women's rights in sport, you know, the recent uh, visit we had here, Posey Parker, who was practically set upon by trans activists. Is this too bold to suggest that the West is seeing a war on women at the moment? I think it's very accurate. Um, well, it's a war on humanity, but definitely, I mean, a data point I forgot to mention is 
of the 72% adverse events that are women in the documents, 16% of those are quote-unquote reproductive disorders in Pfizer's work, as opposed to 0.49% men. Um, so it's definitely a war against women, and it's a war against women who, uh, who are announcing lab-grown babies and lab-grown breast milk. I mean, what seems clear is that, I mean, it's also a war against gender, and right, and I'm a feminist. I support trans rights, rights across the board. I don't care what how someone identifies, identify as a woman, God bless them. Uh, but that's not what's happening right now. In addition to physical attack, men and fertility, women's integrity, bodily integrity, um, there's an attack that is extraneous on our culture, and our cultural norms. And that's universal throughout the West. Uh, and it takes the same shape. I mean, the same and you know, trans spectacles are unfolding in a first there then in US and Australia probably simultaneously. These are not organic in to the trans movement. I think they're thoroughly um what is the word instigated from outside forces. And it's you know it's unfortunate that the LGBTQ isn't being more vocal in denouncing them, especially the you know, targeting of kids with kind of um ideologies that you know kids have no business caring about. Um but what I see is this is spectacle over and over. I've never known a trans person who wants to groom children. I've never known a trans person who who, who is you know militant about what you call that person. All the trans people I know organically just want to accept it and you know not not targeted. Um, so this is a provocation. The way that Black Lives Matter again. A racist, but Black Lives Matter, my husband who's in intelligence, has been in the intelligence community for many decades, has shown me the paper trail of money flowing to the Black Lives Matter leaders from outside uh, sources, cutouts, um, a lot of it traced to China. And I think, so I, what I'm, we're seeing is a war against Western, right, using um, spectacles, right? A, like using our racial past, or our colonial past, using um, gender, using sexuality, sexual identity in a way that's entirely inorganic to our actual cultures. Our actual cultures are very diverse. And we don't run screaming at each other. You know, it's very rare, but that's all started to happen since. And it's about subversion. And, you know, it. Both Russia and China do this to their enemies. They will undermine our norms, make us confused, uh, you know, buy off our elite, um, infiltrate our popular culture. And that's exactly what's been happening. So with the kind of blurring of gender, it's really about a wedge issue. But in politics, it splinters people apart. And it's a huge distraction. You know, people are focused on trans issues, which are a tiny minority of people. God bless them, right? It's not a big population. Or they're focused on, at the time, Black Lives Matter you know, marches uh, while farmland is being, 
while our people are being injected with things killing them. Um, you know, our ports are being, I mean, and I'll just say I've been following Australia care for 19. Um, and that, by the way, that may be one of the reasons I targeted. In 2019, you guys had horrible wildfires, recall that. And there was something very strange about wildfire. I know one of you is a liberal, and I'm sorry, but it was liberal administration at the time. Um, it, you're, you're, it was the, the first taste of kind of economic form war on populations. No one was acting the way you're supposed to act when your population is facing horrible wildfires and being faced and burnt out. And, and I remember, you know, doing some original reporting, and I found that we had a treaty with you guys to send over firefighting planes when you're getting out of control wildfires, and, and your prime minister wouldn't do it. Um, and I guess at that time, you know, has been looked into some of the documents in your internal government totally legally. They're careless. <laughs> so, no, no, I'm joking. No disrespect. Um, I meant that that administration was, and it showed unnamed individuals. This is not about Chinese people, of course, it's about Chinese communist leadership sitting in um, very high level meetings inside your actual, you know, people who are not, and that's what happened. And I think, has had its Australian natural in a lot of ways and landscapes and um, you know and, and farmland in a lot of ways and just like China has its target on our American farmland our ports as I mentioned our water they're buying up our um, you know the Great Lakes our, our energy but as they want our natural they don't want our, and Communist Party actually has a document, an interesting document that they anticipate that by 2030, um, they will be the world's hegemon because the rest of the world, especially the West, be so disabled, facilitated, occupied health that we're not able. None of that shocks me by Senator Roberts. Thank you, Hoodie. Thank you, Naomi. That was a, an amazing presentation. No notes, just straight through long it was, but fact after fact after fact. Um, so I want to acknowledge your work, especially your work up front in organizing. How long do we have, Hoodie? I go as long as Naomi. You want. Naomi may have to leave, but uh, this, yeah, this please. is important, but I can certainly give you another 10 or Try to get to the Alex is so he wants to ask more. Um, um, most important thing for me is that your document, revelations, and statement right, properly backed science. So I'm guessing all you've spoken about from the Pfizer document itself. Is that correct? Well, no, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a medical doctor. All of those facts are from the but the description that is accessible is from these 60 reports. Now, 48 of them are in a book. You can see them all on our website, dailycloud.io. You can download them yourself. And those were written various committees of experts in language that anyone can. 
What was the, what was the name of that website? Daily? Dailyclout.io. D-A-I-L-Y-E-L-O-U-T dot I-O. And yes, if you look at the reports, all of um, points cite and include. Thank you very much, because we've seen bastardization of corruption of science, the presentation of seen that across many fields. To get credibility, it's a tactic that. So the first thing I wanted to do is to make sure we could have access to scientific, legitimate documents, and and explain that it's Pfizer. Plus, you've got legitimate scientists. That's wonderful. I'll, I'll access. Second thing, I just want to point out. Sir, so sorry. I just want to jump in and say we can also make our experts available to you. Some of them have come forward and do testify regularly. World. Uh, physicians and uh, biostatisticians, um, highly credentialed. Thank you very much. And, and uh, would I be able to get, with your permission, take details? Because I... thank you. Uh, just just briefly, book written by an Australian recently. I won't go into the details because, but sub-imperial power. Basically, Australia is a sub-imperial power. It's though by the United States previously it was written so this is nothing new you're saying that it's coordinated we know um, this was all planned by the sound of it because that's one of the things that I've been hesitant to say people say see population planning and I said no hang on hang on we've got to have the evidence what you're saying is it, it certainly and you're saying it does pass to the uninjected injections. Contents of the injections pass to the uninjected. According to Pfizer, exposure vaccine includes inhalations sexually. Okay, most of my other questions were about specific details. So I'd, I'd just go back to Alex and if he wants. We've yeah, only got Naomi for 10 thanks. minutes. Thanks, Malcolm. Look, I'm just sort of interested in politics. Obviously, Naomi's got a very good eye on the on the politics of it. Uh, the Overton window is so apparent in debate, isn't it? It's those of us that were questioning this two years ago were seen as being radical, and the dial is. Do you see that Overton window shift for, for people's listening? That's the, the, the sort of the I guess the bracket of political norms. So, what's radical one day becomes normal and accepted the next. Do you see that, that, that window shifting at all at the moment? It's, it feels a little bit out there in the great white population. And secondary to that, what do you think breaks this open? I mean, what, what is it that, 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 what's the trigger that's required so that you know, we're still not really talking to a, maybe a 5%, 10% of the population that accepts the problems? These are such great questions. And I should really say, I, sh I, should, I should stay with you to you're done asking of Australia. And, you know, I, I can't believe the way your country has been broke, broken uh, psychologically in, in two and a half years. It kills me. People of Australia are, and I don't mean that everyone is broken. I mean that I've talked to so many Australians where you can feel the depression and hopelessness. And that's not the Australian member and the Australian people I've always loved. So, 
independent minded and uh, resistant and defiant uh, of authority. So I will be here as long as you um, impactful group I've spoken to in terms. Um, so the first question is, is the, in other words, are you asking me, are people waking up to yeah. this catastrophe? Yes, yes. So, yeah, I would say that is definitely a country by country and literally the way the algorithms work, or if you have any independent, um, in the United States, we've been very lucky, uh, where a lot of people, I think 70% of people don't trust the healthcare agency anymore at this point. And I think, you know, single digits took the boost. So whether they say it out loud or not, the left, they probably don't say it out loud. Um, but, but every people, people around me, the deep of progressive world thought I was insane. How to treat their vaccine. So, and a part of that shift, sadly, is People are seeing things they've never seen. I mean, everyone who has memory recognizes that young adults did not use drop dead on the playing field. But, you know, performers in the peak of health did not use to drop dead on stage. Comedians didn't collapse. One of the side effects, the SEC filings that we weren't told about, but the SEC was told of the this injection is collapse so hard you hurt yourself. Seeing that you know, at, at scale across social media every single day. Uh, it's hard to blind eye to it. Um, so I think people are waking up to these dangers. I don't know if the same people who are waking up to dangers of this injection also put together the pieces about the general attack on our culture and, and on liberty. Um, I would say maybe a third, 40%. The whole picture. Um, and it very much divides along lines. To my astonishment is conservatives in the US who are really being exactly what's willing to talk about it. And it's liberals, I, I mean, American progressives who are, you know, like a cult refusing to, to break open, especially at the most elite. Super weird. Um, and I haven't been to Australia. This has happened. So I. I can't assess it. And, you know, in, in Britain, it's breaking up. But it, it's usually country by country, certain news outlet, like the Daily Mail and the Telegraph have started to report. Um, you know, we had Tucker Carlson until last week, and uh, he was very good at bringing these mass audience. Steve Bannon has a million podcast downloads around the world. So independent media is thriving in America, helping. Um, other, you only have two, you know, two or three news outlets. They're all kind of in lockstep. Um, you know, the same people who are soliciting my article in 2019 are calling one in Australia. So, uh, I think it's, it's in countries that are very locked down, like Petri dish for the rest of the world, like Australia and Israel, see them as the Petri dish whole rollout. Um, I think it's probably much more difficult. And the other thing is, I was on a podcast where, and this is not reported in the ignorance, you know, if you really do have quarantine camp, that's going to 
make it virtually impossible to stage an effective system. Maybe I didn't verify that myself. It was a podcast with a thing, but that's the, I don't want to say that's the point of return, but once that happens, it takes a, a mass 1989 file uprising of this that actually yeah it is and, and many were built um towards the end of the pandemic as well in very curious fashion i mean a lot of us uh, stood and shook our heads and said well what, why are we building these now of course we had i think something unique uh here in australia the midi hotel program which i myself found myself uh, trapped by at one point which Ordinary. Uh, so that culture of quarantine and the facilities themselves are still up and running. I think in Queensland, there's a quite a large facility, one in Howard Springs in the Northern Territory. And I think there are some here in South Australia as well. So very curious. Um, they seem to be lying idle at the moment. There didn't ever really seem to be any long-term purpose for them that, that wasn't something requiring a scratching of the head, if you will. Well, it's a very bad sign. So, action. I, I guess the other thing, I'm so sorry, but I'm, I have to be honest. I think the only thing that's keeping America as free as it is relative or, 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 you know, exactly on the same level of freedom, colleagues in Australia, is the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. But I can't believe I'm saying this. Lifelong. But when people's guns are away, there is nothing. The world economic form, the world doing whatever they want. So popular. I say this totally peace, um, totally nonviolently. I I think it's a factor in why relative we've been able to resist the. World. No, I don't mean I don't mean violently. I don't mean violently. I think it's hard for a, a, an oppressor to completely kind of round people up if they're and it's it's very hard to you know god bless the founders it's very hard to do kind of full on propaganda that australia and britain Canada are being subjected to if you have a first amendment you know sue like i'm suing i'm suing the government they violated my I don't know if your constitution does that, and I believe your constitution has been eroded or supplanted. Emergency power. I don't know if the emergency 